Is that a new suit, Dad? Uh, let's see the finances. Well, how much you paid for that thing? Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 165. I'm Jason Fitzgerald. He's Randy James. We're dads. Listen up. We got things to say. I got the last two stanzas flipped. But I'm going to blame that on this somewhat uh, temporary malcondition that I'm suffering from. Yeah, because you're right. I don't get sick. If I get sick, four to, that, four to six weeks, three to five weeks. What does the, the doctor say? The sickness is the frame of mind. So I'm just going to. Mm-hmm think myself well and uh continue on like nothing's wrong that's my approach i I don't think it's the most sound approach and it may hamper some of my recovery speed but uh that's what i'm gonna go with um what do you think yeah well we can get away with it as long as you're not you know the man flu so they call it i had the man flu once what's that were you like uh super sick or something Well, it's basically just the flu, I guess, but... Or is it just, you, like, uh, a really easy cold that they're making fun of us? No, it, well, it could be a really easy cold, but it's it's when you really feel like dying, or you pretend like you're dying. And, and then they, 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 as in the wives, throw things at you like, you know, you haven't been through childbirth, you don't know what pain is like, right? Hmm. Instead of saying, hey, could I get you some soup? <laughs> right? My goodness. Uh... <laughs> All right. And everything's a competition. I, I don't know why. I, I know. I know. I know. Uh, so what should we do? Should we finish the mail from last week? We got a new mail from somebody. Uh, we could finish the mail. Okay. We could do a little bit more follow-up on the finance thing without getting too big into it. Oh, you know what? That's funny. My uh, So my parents started listening to the show again, and they're like, okay. and they said, and uh, so- they said, we didn't teach you anything. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, what do, you, what do you mean we didn't teach you anything about the uh, the finance? I'm like, well, you know, from like a household finance. And he's, right. <laughs> they they were, uh, you know, they, they were, I mean, a good relationship with my parents. So, they, you know, they gave me a little ribbing. But I went back and forth with them. And I said, I don't know that I would have gotten any of it, right? And, but I never knew. Right. Like, I still don't to this day, salary and all that stuff. Uh, and he's like, I would never have. You would never have been able to conceptualize it. And, and he, my dad's probably right. I wouldn't have. I mean, like Wait, I said, so he on said the show. what do you mean we didn't teach you and then followed it up with we didn't teach you because you never would have understood? Well, they also said, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, I don't think. And he said, uh, what did they say? He said, oh, we didn't want to burden you with that. So um, yeah. that's a um, there's a word for this. There's a word for this. It's like it's like how we get nervous about the, the sex talk with the kids thinking they're going to be all weird when they're not. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not a burden. I mean, they don't feel the pressure because they don't, they're not connecting the dots with the, uh, unless you're throwing at them, you know, and I make eight bucks an hour and we're so broke, I can't afford dinner tonight. Does that make you happy? That's how finance works. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's different. Um, I mean, never in all my explanations, I've told the kids, I've shown the kids where all the money is, how much money we have. Yeah. How, what we do with it, and I've explained it to them a number of times. They're going to forget, of course. Mm-hmm. That's why we do it again. Uh, have, never have they been worried. I think it's all in head. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, yeah, I didn't really like get into that a- angle of it with my parents. Like, were you because you'd worried, or because I just wouldn't be able to like process it all, or just uh, so you know? But I, I don't. I think it doesn't. I think there's a lot of like real life stuff that we don't talk about and like saving yeah. money and saving in like a savings account versus a CD versus a 401k versus in stock versus that's, that's hard to conceptualize. Yeah. Well, sure. It's hard to conceptualize, but at what point in your life do you ever really get taught any of what that means? And it, and it, I think, I think as a kid, you can, uh, start to conceptualize. I mean, it definitely, I mean, you're learning. The area under a curve, you can figure out the difference between the savings rate and compound interest and what that means and how to, you know, so I know there are like. Yeah, I don't, I don't say, don't, I, sh- I wouldn't say don't explain it. Yeah. I'd say it's just going to, don't expect them to remember it. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, I, yeah. I mean, Not I right away. I can't remember anything. Anyways, I'm, I'm so. totally in the camp of just explain everything as is in full detail. Yeah. Yeah, I I, um, I I don't think there's any. I don't think there's this much harm. I don't think there's harm in that. No. Um, 
you know, that, although that's, if that's, you start getting into savings rates and all these sorts of things, yeah. they're going to fall asleep. But you can at least cover the we picked, you know, we put the money here because we thought that would earn us more money, and we may be right and we may be wrong. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> class A versus Class C shares. Right, right. that's too complex. Went load is pre- before and all that, you know, that stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> but I do think you know setting up a budget, and I don't. Uh, we didn't, you know, I didn't, I think that's a good thing, to, good skill or just a good conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, right, you know. right from the top. Uh, I mean, we probably know people that still do this. At least bring it out front, right? And we're getting into the parenting things here. At least get the topic out front with your kids that you, I know some other parents that, that basically have set a, have made a set of rules with their kids that every, every dollar you get, you know, uh, it, they divide it up. It's kind of like <coughs> 30 cents goes into your savings account. Um, 20 cents goes to like charity. Mm-hmm. You know, you give it away. Yep. And the other 50 cents is yours to do what you want with. Right. Right. So they set up this whole system, right? And you can do the same thing with just whatever. Okay. You're getting a new job. This is what you do. You take your paycheck. You know, you don't have any real expenses. You put 40, you know, whatever, 40% over here in your savings account. You give us <laughs> 59 cents just for being your parents <laughs> and putting up with you. Yeah. <laughs> and you get one penny well, left over. It's a defense fund. We defend you. That's right. <laughs> it's defense. It's protection. It's defense allocation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You want the doors to be unlocked when you come home at night? That's right. 59 cents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want to be too disparaging of my parents. They did do some other stuff that was good. You know, they taught us to, to give to charity. Every Christmas we had a – my my parents would be like, okay, here's a bunch of charities that we support. Uh, you know, pick a couple and here's a write-up. So it's, so we were involved with that. And, uh, you know, we were taught to, like you said, give some charity every time we got allowance. It was, you know – you know, t- take some of this, this goes to the church, this goes, you should save some, you should do this. Uh, so mm-hmm. chop it all up. Uh, so yeah, so that was good. But the, the funny, my, my funny thing was like, uh, wait, you're calling me out on this, but you didn't call me out on the birds and bees thing that I said about. And mm-hmm. like, well, we're listening backwards. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was like, uh, well, the, you know, I, I don't, that means I, they'll never hear this episode. Yeah, I don't know what will happen, right? Will they come right into this and I'm getting a phone call on Friday night? Or uh, <laughs> are they going to just keep going backwards and then pick this up in like a year because they're going to go to start at the end, which is going to be a bunch of weeks away from here and then come back to this and uh, who knows? Um, well, so I can tell you there was a there was a period of time where my wife and I, I maybe I in the house, I don't remember where we listened to it. Uh, we used to listen to this radio show called the best damn money show on radio. And it was like Marjorie Egan and some other dude whose name I always forget. And there was a pattern to it, right? It was, they'd take call-ins, they'd talk about stuff, they'd interview people. But you listen to it long enough, the same thing would repeat. Somebody would call in and go, hey, um, I always forget the guy's name. I can't find that. The best damn money show on radio. It might yeah. be over. It was syndicated, but for a I while. mean, I should be able to find that just Google searching that. There's a lot of yeah, sh- best damn things: should. sketch show, <laughs> cigar show, yeah. TV show. That's um, funny. I'll have to look it up. And people would call in and they'd say stuff like, "Oh, you know, we're trying to decide if we can buy a house." Like they'd ask the same questions every time. Like, "Can you help us? We don't know what to do. We're, you know, we're having trouble." paying the rent or something and they just go through the list they go okay what are you making and they just start at the top like what's your what are you earning and they'd be like oh you know i'm earning like fifty thousand or something i don't know what are your expenses like they just literally just walk through a budget over the radio with them every single time in the same questions and i don't even know why people had to call in after a while because it's like you know what they're gonna ask right, you right they right. ask you what are you making what are you spending and then they come to the conclusion and go well, you got to move. Like, <laughs> it's like they do goofy stuff. Like, and then they they stop in the middle and they say, "Well, do you have your emergency fund? Right? Do you have your your cash set up safe? Do you have three to six months salary? What's well, an emergency fund? Right. And they, that's what they'd say. And and literally they'd go, um, "Don't do anything. Hang up the phone. Start saving. <laughs> you know, twenty percent of your paycheck. 
call us back when you have three to six months savings. Yeah. And then we'll talk. Yeah. Right. And they'd be like, okay. And they just hang up on and move on. <laughs> three to six, it's going to take like a year. Yeah. You know, basically, oh, call us back in a year. Probably right? like three years. Possibly. Well, right? probably will never happen, right? Because they'll become overwhelmed and. <laughs> It's not funny. Just, no, <laughs> sad. I, well, okay, never happened I because I assumed you meant because they're going to go like you know buy booze and movie tickets. Oh no, I meant like they'll try to do it, but then it, that stuff's so overwhelming when you're like behind. So never get behind. It's impossible. It it's sad. And it feels like you'll be behind forever, but you slowly, incrementally right. catch up. Yeah. As you maybe you earn more, or maybe the things that you're <laughs> purchasing you don't you don't need to get anymore because you already have them. And then what happens? You have you kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we call them dinks, right? Yeah. That's why it's always amazing when you go to like, uh, you know, maybe some, some person, you know, when, when you work with someone when you're 20 in your 20s or something, right? You go to like your boss's house when you were, uh, uh, uh your first job, say, and your boss has like a pool party. Yeah. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Right. Yeah. Pool party. Wait, you're looking at this guy. You know, he's like 52. Yeah. Just looks kind of normal. Pool party. Like, you have a pool? And you go to his house and he has, like, some giant mansion, right? Well, it looks like a mansion. It looks like a mansion. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in this dumpy apartment in the city, barely struggling to get orange juice yeah. every day. You know, going like, what is happening? Do you make, like, a million dollars? And Well, no. You know, he has a... <laughs> giant He's mortgage. just been working for 30 oh. years and... What'd you say? A giant mortgage. <laughs> a giant mortgage, yeah. He might be in debt up to his eyeballs. Yeah. You don't know. And th- that happens as well, right? You see people that are just like you going, wait a minute, you, I work with you. We have the same job. You couldn't possibly be making double what, how are you living like this, right? It's because they're totally, yeah, they're in over their heads and they're oblivious to it. You don't need to worry about what other people are doing. That's the important part. Like you don't have to get the fancy house and the fancy car and all this stuff to keep up with Joe Schmo. I used to fall into the trap of, you know, going out with people, right? You go out, go out to the bars, go out to eat, and you spend way too much. It's really hard to not be like, yeah, I'll get that and that and that yeah. and that. It gets really expensive. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm having fun because now your inhibitions are right. shot. And you're like, oh, next round's on me. And you're like, look at the tab. And you're like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah. I think for I just bought day. five beers for those three beers. I don't think I've ever said the tabs. <laughs> next round's on me, actually. <laughs> not with like more than like four people where we're like taking turns. Not, right. you know. But even that's so hard to keep track of, right? I mean, I've gone to bars and people are like, I'll buy it. What is your most expensive champagne? It's like a $100 bottle or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, give it to me. I got a raise today. And your raise was like $100 a month. You're like, wait, you just spent more than your raise was for the year on one bottle of champagne. Well done, genius. <laughs> like, give me a glass. No. Uh, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the main point is yeah. this finance stuff is hard. But, uh, yeah, it's hard, but I think it's important to have, you know, yeah. communication. So now, so now the conversation I have with my parents is because my dad just retired. Mm-hmm. So he had to go through, you know, he's going through all the retirement, that's adjustment within like the last few months. So, you know, he's calculating how much, you know, how much money he needs to survive, you know, and all this stuff. And it's right. sort of weird. And then I'm the oldest of four kids. And so, it's, he, he you know, we've talked, we're talking about like, I'm like, so dad, uh, what's up with your, uh, Oh, will and you know how does that mm-hmm. you know it's un- these uncomfortable conversations so it, it's, you haven't done that yet okay who no i mean i did well they were out here a few weeks ago and you did it recently uh, yeah but then they were out here the first right. week first week of may i think yeah from right yeah and so i had a conversation with my dad about it just sort of on the side yeah. just so where we at with you know will <laughs> so he's like yeah yeah, yeah. We, so, so he acknowledged that yes this is something that we need to get on board with and start talking about well because so. it's, it's a lot more than that yeah and it, it switches you switch roles because now all of a sudden yeah you're yeah. taking care of your own kids and you're not really taking care no. of your parents but you, you still have to you have to know what's going on yeah and <clears throat> thankfully my parents were pretty open about this and i and i, I told them out right i said you, know, you guys are retiring yeah my mom was worried that they wouldn't be able to afford to retire and i said it's uh common, well let me see thought, you know, i think yeah, I said, let me see, let me see, let me, you know, let me see what's going on. Oh, what you got? Yeah. Where is it? What's yeah. going on? And and uh, we sat down and he showed me everything. You know, and we've done it a few times. I've checked up on him. Right. So I got to see what they had, where it was. Is that a new suit, Dad? Uh, let's see the finances. Well, how much you paid for that thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. so, so 
They're to date, they've been doing well. They actually have more money than when they retired. Oh wow, really? Which is weird because yeah. they've been working these little jobs, like at the uh, at the where do they work? You know, he does like the he's like the he calls he calls himself the lunch lady at the retirement home. He basically does the lunch service at the <laughs> retirement lunch home, lady. not at the retirement home at the um, senior center. I can't remember okay. the name of it. And, and a number and my mom plays the organ at the church, right? So. Yeah. They do things they like. They hang out with their friends. They make a little bit of money. They get their social security. Yeah. They're earning their interest, right? And it all kind of comes together. But you got to do all that budgeting and add it all up and figure out where it is. And probably the number one most important thing that I really had to dig into with them is the, the long-term care insurance. Because it's not all about like, well, where's the will? Oh, here's it. Because my, my wife's parents did this. You know, they gave us this envelope that basically says, do not open until we die. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like this weird Christmas present. I'm like, what? Open this now. What is this? Like, yeah. open it. Yeah. We're not <laughs> waiting. We have to see what's in there. You know, <laughs> and it's not about like, what are we getting? Right. That that's those are problems some families have, of course. Right. Uh, a lot of infighting, and I, I deserve this, and you don't. But let's just hope that you don't have those issues. Um, you want them to live a long and happy life, and uh, on on the unfortunate truth is, you also also want them to not be a burden they don't want to be a burden either you know so it's really important that you you have a like a a long-term care plan and at the very basic level that means long-term care insurance like what happens if one of them needs assistance in the home or what happens if one of them passes and the other one needs assistance you know they so they come live with you that's great but but are you still working like what's going on like you know you can you can love your parents to the end of the earth but you can't if you can't afford to quit your job to take care of them somebody needs to and maybe they are living with you right but you get so, so there's all kinds of angles to this but you got to talk through them all right you've got to go to the extremes you've got to say like hey the best case scenario is that you guys are out dancing every night until you're 87 and then you die in your sleep <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, right. This is it's just, just like it's like the sex talk stuff. This is real talk you have to have with them. Right. I'm not saying you, you, but in general, I don't have, talk, I don't have the sex talk with my parents. No, <laughs> it's it's Again. real. It's it's real stuff, right? Yeah. This what if this happens? Like that is not something we worry about. Like that would be a delight. We wouldn't be delighted that you were gone, but it would be the best case scenario. Oh, we're all gonna die at some point. If we went out quickly and quietly, that's ideal. Unfortunately, the reality is that's not what happens. You know, people get Alzheimer's, people get dementia, people break their hips, people, people don't die, people <laughs> people run out of money. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Funny, <laughs> and then hilarious, real good, funny joke for me. <laughs> they're perfectly. Everything's together in their head, and then they're just depressed because they don't have any money to have fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, and another thing, the th the real important thing to me. Well, one of the most important things. Well, one of the important things to me is that when something does happen, when the time comes, uh, I don't want to get into argument with my siblings about sure. distribution of whatever estate is there, and I, I don't, especially because. My my situation is not the same as my other siblings. Like none of us are in the same financial situation. Right. We all have different amounts of kids, different different jobs, different careers. So it's yeah, uh, those you are know, fun discussions. Yeah, too. What, you what wanna, do you do about that? Right. Yeah. And and yeah. the, I mean, the truth of the matter there is right. It is not even your business. Like. Right. All you got to make sure yeah. of is that they have made it clear what they want to do. Right. That's what I said to them. They can like, do anything they want. Like, and I've, I've told my parents this. I'm like, you guys could give it all the way to some cat charity for all I care. Like, it's yours, right? Yeah. <laughs> if we can find a way for you to spend it, you know, time it right, take more trips, do whatever you want to do. But you definitely should not be thinking about saving whatever you have left over in order to give it to us so we'll be better off that's not no i don't want that yeah 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 yeah. no right um definitely not also <clears throat> this goes for you it goes for me it goes for everybody especially if you got kids you got any kind of situation you should have a will you should have a plan mm -hmm. with a legal not some piece of software 
or not some internet form you fill out. So we keep talking about, we're talking about our parents and our, our older generation, the generation above us, but it goes, it's true for us too. I mean, I turned 42 yesterday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Oh yeah. Happy birthday. And, uh, you know, we have a will, but it's out of, it's out of date. It was before our kids, but the language is in there was for like, when we do have more kids, I think we were pregnant with Jason when we set it up, mm-hmm. but we should go back and revisit it and make sure that, cause not only that, but because we have a trust set up, you have to send and the trust is a beneficiary for, uh, any insurance payments or anything that gets paid out it goes to the trust. And so that has to be like, I know my, my work, current work does not have the correct paperwork that would assign the money directly to the trust. Now, could it get there? I'm not sure how that all works legally or if it would just, you know, go to them, to my, my, um, my kids. But what if we all got killed, you know, a car accident or something? <laughs> then who cares? Well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I made all this money. I got all this land and stuff. I got a lot of <laughs> Lego sets and books. And I've been thinking about yeah. that a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially, well, especially the estate stuff. Cause I'm pretty much going to, put everything in a big pile and set it on fire. Yeah. My parents don't listen to the show, so they won't hear that. Because what am I going to do with all this junk? I mean, there's so many boxes in the attic and stuff. Yeah. And I'm building up this junk myself. Yeah. Even, oh, yeah. even um, I mean, it could be sold in a lot of places. But even digital junk, right? I have a f- photo <laughs> library on my computer with like 100,000 pictures in it of stuff that... Who has time to look through those? Like, And who... What am I going to do? Hand that down to my kids and be like, you know, guard this with your life. When you inherit this, you add your photos to it and you'll have yeah. all of the family history. Yeah, right. Uh, will those get – we're in kind of a new generation there. That's interesting. That I never even thing. thought about that stuff. What do you do with the digital inheritance? Yeah. I know on Facebook you can go through and set who gets your account when you die. Yeah. I did that. But this is fairly new. Yeah, like, of course. Uh yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. That's weird. There. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll that. get them set up, but it'll be similar to they'll go off to college and be like, "Dad, I don't want all, I don't want the history of all my baby pictures. <laughs> yeah. Give that to me later." And do I take like a hard drive and put it in a safe deposit box? No, because that one uh, does somebody lose the key. <laughs> all right, that's enough of this uplifting subject for tonight. It's let's fun. let's yeah, move along. Yeah, real it. fun. Okay. It's hilarious. So yeah, how was your uh, Memorial Day weekend? Was it Memorial? Um, we did do some memorial things. We, we packed some care packages for the, uh, for the troops. Oh, good for you. You actually did. It's not really a, it's not really a memorial thing. Morbid gives. Why? Well, it's (laughs) because they're not dead yet. That's why (laughs) it's not a memorial, but well, it's not in memory of why is it morbid? It's less than morbid. You're doing a good thing for people that are still alive and can appreciate those candy bars. On, on Memorial Day, never mind. Yeah, well, it's more like foreshadowing in a bad way. Just well, Memorial Day, you know, it's been, it's been sort of become this Veterans Day thing. Okay, uh, but, Ven- Veterans Day too. But veteran, yeah, it's like Veterans Day light. I don't know. It's weird. It's like remember sure. the living veterans. Anyways, yeah, we marched in the parade with the Cub Scouts and the Daisies, oh, and Grace went and played soccer. So we went to a soccer tournament for part of the day and some parade for the rest of the day. So speaking of soccer, yeah, um, there it is. Yeah, I lost. I kind of lost the three days. I don't. Well, we did. We did soccer um, Sunday. I lost track of, and then Monday, I don't know. We did. We did some Lego sets. I did some Lego oh, yeah. sets with my daughter. She really likes building them now, and it's a lot of fun. Good. She likes following the instructions. Something funny happened. So as as I think I've told you, I've been filming the soccer games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. People are still a little freaked out when I set up the tripod with the GoPros on it and it's like nine feet up in the air because it extends really tall so it can get over the kids. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, what's that, coach? I'm like, this is cameras. They're like, oh, okay. You know, just you got to go at them aggressive so they don't they don't push on you. Uh, so I filmed the game, last game, and I edited it quicker this time. And I told the other coaches, he's like, you know, what are you doing there? I'm like, I oh, just filmed the games, like to edit up, send it to the parents. I'm like, I'll send it to you guys. He's like, okay. So I've been sent it to the opposing coaches as well. Oh yeah, and yeah, Good for and you. so I have to be careful about my commentary over the video. So I put I put it to music. Yeah, it usually ends up about ten minutes long. So you take an hour long game and you cut it to ten minutes. Add up, you know, add all the action segments, and I add a bunch of text over it. That just kind of says what happened, what's happening, what's good, what's bad, that kind of thing. And so I sent it to the opposing coach, and reluctantly I added a comment to my email that said. Uh, 
you know, an observation, if I may be so bold, right? Because it happened like 500 times during the game. Uh Was it is your defense and your goalie, while they did well stopping a play, they would then send the ball straight back up the middle of the field, (laughs) like really short. You know, the goalie would save, do these amazing saves. Yeah. And then he would stand in the net and just like punt it straight up in the air and it would land at like the top of the goal box. And my kids would come flying in and just hammer it right back at it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, yeah, they do that. I noticed that. And I told them not to, right? I told them not to do that. How, how did you get them to do it? <laughs> and I'm reading this email going, is he being serious? <laughs> like, I mean, he's literally asking me a question like, how did you get your kids to listen to you? Yeah. And I don't – do I really need to reply to him and say, mm-hmm. are you Come on. practice? Super dad, you're super dad. <laughs> like, I mean, repetition, dude? Like, practice? Did you tell them other than just yelling at them from the sidelines of the game? So, I don't know. I tried to constructively. Yeah. Like, so, you did respond. Day. I did. Yeah, I good, did. good, good. But I didn't know – I was trying to make it not snarky. Yeah, right? Was trying to be like, yeah, you know, kids, they never hear you the first time, right? So you gotta, you know, I kind of sometimes I draw it, sometimes I gotta talk to one kid more. And I told him the story about the one kid, which maybe I told you, who I'm always telling them, keep guys, you gotta keep your eye on the ball, you gotta keep your eye on the plate, don't turn your back on the ball wherever it is, okay? And they're like, all right, coach, we get it. Because what would happen is they'd kick, they would go out of bounds, it'd be a goal kick or something. Yeah. And they'd start running away with their back to the play. They're just jogging away and then the ball comes flying over their shoulder, you know. So they're not they're not paying attention, they're following the play. So then in practice, we're doing this dribbling drill. And I look right at one of the kids, I'm like, Okay, all right, guys, like while we're dribbling, while we're doing this, I want you to try to keep your head up, you know, look out in front of you, look what's on the field and see where you're going with it. And he goes, Coach and he gets all mad at me. He's like, Coach, you're confusing me. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you told us to always keep our eye on the ball. Oh, no. Dude, dude it's at your feet. <laughs> like, but this is – there was nothing wrong with his conclusion here. This is the difficult thing about coaching, right? Yeah. You don't know how they're interpreting what you're saying. He interpreted keep your eye on the ball as in never – look away from the ball <laughs> even if it's on your own feet i mean he wasn't joking he was actually confused i'm like okay buddy listen it's it's literally touching your own feet you got to look where you're going right <laughs> like you got to see where your players are where you're going to pass to i'm saying when you're on defense that's funny and he's like oh okay yeah, i think i get it now <laughs> my goodness <laughs> So this just happens over and over again. You get in your own head what you think you know, what you think they know from what you've told them, and it just isn't true. So I thought that was entertaining that he actually replied and asked me, "How did you? How did you get them to listen to you?" Yeah, well, like I've said, man, those coaches some some are better than others. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think it's uh, I think it's a I think it's a confidence and it's assertiveness. Like uh, you know, some parents are sort of like intimidated by. Well, with other you know, during kids the, and trying to do the instruction. Unf- this is the reason why I have to mute the videos, right? Because it's catching all of the audio of him basically telling his players they're being lazy, they're not moving fast enough. You know, in the middle of the game, like, you guys look like a bunch of slugs out there, right? It's like, well, that's not constructive. Right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you're not teaching them anything. You're just berating them for moving slow. But I don't know. So, yeah, mute the sound, throw in some music, make it look cheerful. <laughs> no one has to hear what the parents and coaches are saying. Uh, we had a momentous thing happen over the weekend. Mm-hmm. My Congratulations. S- yeah, thank you. My son mowed the lawn for the first time. Oh, yeah, my son does it all the time. Yeah. Well, well, really? Well, yours is more complicated. Oh, my son? Uh, my your- lawn. Lawn. This is a dad show. You get dad jokes. That's what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was. It, we have a bigger lawn than yours, I guess. But it's flat at least. When you, and you use a you know a gas mower. Oh yeah, you guys you, just use like that old timey. 
Real mower. Yeah, real, real mowers. Real mower. Okay. Well, mine is Are... battery powered, so it's not. Oh, you gas. got a battery powered mower. I told you this. Well, I thought I mentioned it on the show. No. Yeah, you did. I forgot. How's it sound? Uh, it is still sounds like a lawnmower, but I would say it's fifty percent as loud as the other one. So, okay, it's a lot quieter. Like I used to have to have my headphones on, like full volume to listen to whatever. And some podcasts I couldn't even hear over the lawnmower. Definitely not the, tr- the case now. I can turn them down quite a bit to full volume. <laughs> you got to you got to wear your protection to get the noise. Yeah, I, Cut that down. Okay. Well, you want a frame of reference here. So I, I would say maybe it's not even half as loud. Like I would have no problem on a Saturday going out at eight o'clock in the morning and firing this up. All right. Whereas my lo- my other one, I probably would wait until, well, maybe maybe I probably would have waited till later because the gas one was that much louder. Um, but anyway, and it's lighter, it's lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the handlebars, the hand, the handle push handlebars, the handle uh, um adjust down more. Uh, and the batteries, you know, make it way easier to start. It's push button, just push start, go. Did you teach him how to make <clears throat> the pattern? Uh, you know what? It's funny. He, that That's a funny question you asked that. He did a pattern that I've never done before. What uh, What did he do? So I will either – so I vary it. I go either, let's just say, uh, left, right, and then I'll go mm-hmm. up, down, and then I'll go at an angle, right? And then sometimes – then and I vary the angle, right? So I, I'll never cut – I usually cut the lawn about once a week, and I vary the direction I cut it. Now, he did – and my lawn is sort of like uh, – I live on the corner, but I have this – like an L. It's a little bit of an L. So he did like the bottom part of the L, if you will. He did that the, the long way across it, and then he went the short way across the rest of the lawn, which was I was like, huh? Because because he lined it up, he kept the pattern. Yeah, but he turned at ninety degrees. He's like, I'm like, well, why did you do that? He said, well, that there was this corner, uh, like this corner bed. So when he got to the corner bed, instead of like going around it and like dealing with all that, he just started going the other direction, like ninety degrees uh, to it. I was like, oh, all okay. right, well, yeah, that works. He's, we'll see. So. I used to, well, for one summer, I worked on a landscaping crew. Okay. And, you know, it's it's a thing. It's a little bit extra work. Like, you sort of think of, when you're cutting the grass, you just kind of cut it, go over it once, and you're done. Yeah. But no, that's not acceptable. You got to cut, to put a cool design into it, you end up having to go over the same grass multiple times. Oh, really? Yeah, because what you do is, uh, let's say you're mowing in a straight line, yeah. and you run into a... Uh, uh, a tree or a bed of some kind, right? Flower bed. Before you're about to hit it, you cut over to it and you ring it. You know what I mean? And so you do the edging. Yeah. You, go, you mow yeah. around yeah, it yeah, in a circle. Yeah. Now, when you when you pass it, and then when you do hit it on the next run, you go to the unmowed side to go around it. Okay. Okay. Following me? Yep. And then you go all the way around back and you continue the straight line as if it wasn't there. Okay. And then you you keep doing that until you pass it. So what happens is it looks like you mowed straight through the bed because the lines never really turn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would do that. So So that's what I would have done. Yeah, I would do that. I've Mm -hmm. never taken an official training class in mowing, but yeah. Right. Well, a lot of people, you know what they do? They just kind of go around the outside of the lawn in a big, in a rig ring. This is what I did when I was a kid. You go around the outside. Yeah. And then you go around the outside again, one, one lane in. Yeah. And it keeps just, you do these concentric uh, polygons (laughs) as it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And if you're being goofy about it, you put the, the exhaust side, the, yeah. the grass ejector side <laughs> yeah. of the mower to the yeah. inside. Yeah. So by the time you get halfway in, the mower is basically choking <clears throat> on all the yeah. dead grass yeah. <laughs> that you've that you've cut. Yeah, it's yeah, wet yeah, and it's yeah. clumping. Your dad's yelling at you because you're breaking the mower. <laughs> I have done that before. Mowed in a circular pattern. Yeah. But yeah. another thing I will do is I'll usually just do the whole outside. I'll do. I'll start and I'll do a one round, a one perimeter run to yep. get all the edges. So that's sort of funny. And then, uh, so, but I did come inside, like, I let him, got him going. <clears throat> He'd be proud. I had all the kids there. I got all the kids over. I'm like, okay, Jason is mowing the lawn. Under no circumstances are any of you to come to near the lawnmower. You should never Chase be able to get close. Yeah. yeah. Never get anywhere near him, right? Because I don't want anyone, you know, and he can't hear you. Pretend he can't hear you. So you sneak up behind right. him. He can't hear you. And not only that, but then he went and got headphones because I was doing, my wife's like, why don't you get him an audiobook? I'm like, ah, cool. Yeah, good for him. And he, and he liked doing it. So why not? Right. <clears throat> um, <laughs> what was the book? 
uh, I don't know if it was an audiobook, actually. It might have been a podcast thing that he's listening to. Uh, I don't know. He's listening to something, AIO player. I'm not even sure what it is. Something, uh, I don't know. Anyways, he, he, uh, so he's out there with these guys. Like I said, remember last week on the episode, I said he got those big, big, uh, earmuffs uh-huh, yeah. for birthdays. So he's got these giant earcuffs on, earmuffs on. But I said, never come up near him, never run up to him, never do anything. Like he's pretending he's, you know, just, this is very dangerous. I don't want anybody to have any accidents. This is all for you. And I may have looked them all in the eye and I made them all acknowledge me. Yeah. And then I went over to him and I said, okay, so this is how you do it. Always let the thing stop. And then I not only that, but I said, some lawnmowers won't stop if you let go of everything. And I don't know if that's true anymore, but you may come across an old one. Uh, my old, our old lawnmower also would stop if you let go of everything, but I think some still run if you let go of all the handles and everything. Um, mm-hmm. but so I said, never, ever put your hand anywhere, your hand or your foot anywhere near any of this stuff because you can get hurt real bad and fingers don't grow back. So make sure well, everything yours, comes to I mean, isn't it just like a string on the inside of this one or is it an actual blade? No, it's a full blade. I flipped it up, but I showed him the blade and I showed him like where underneath. So okay. he doesn't hit any rocks, although he did hit one rock and it was pretty loud. And I go running over. I'm like, what happened? He's like, oh, I hit that rock. I'm like, that's all right. Let's see. Keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and I did go inside. So you got him going. I got him, gave him the safety chalk. I got him going. I came inside and I'm like, okay, I just got to be a little patient with this. I just got to let him. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, he's, you know, the pattern is terrible. <laughs> Right. Like it's not all neat, right? And he's, you know, not overlapping, right? I'm like, it's just good. It's good for him. He'll learn. He'll learn. But this is a guy. I got to let go of it. So it's me letting you go. It's like you did a big mohawk down. You, you know, didn't yeah. get it over enough. And then, and then at the end of it, he, he uh, oh no. Well, so he's going and he's doing his thing. And my, my wife, Holly says to me, you don't know what to do yourself, do you? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. He's doing the lawn and I'm like, this is my time to do the lawn. Now he's doing it. And I've been, I've been supplanted. So now you have I a have beer to... and a lemonade, right? In your hammock. Yeah. Well, I was like, all right, let's get into a different chore. He seems to be well on his own. So he was, uh, he, yeah. So he Sometimes they enjoy having a uh, responsibility. Well, he did. Definitely. I think he They really don't like did. being told to do it. Yeah. At least the fifth time. But the first time, you know, hey, can I mow the lawn? All right. Yeah. Let's talk through it. Sure. Yeah. But well, next weekend, then weekend after you might be like, hey, it's time to mow the lawn. I'm like, ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Now it's a chore. Yeah, well, when it becomes a chore, but right now it's not. Now it's novelty. So how often do I get to mow the lawn? I'm like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? He's like, well, then the other thing was, after he mows the lawn three times, he can get new swim goggles. Because I guess swim goggles <laughs> are kind of beat up. My wife negotiated seemed- with him. Three lawn mowings. And he, related. and he says, back to the finance kind of funny thing. He's like, so we used to get allowance. Whatever happened to that? And Ollie was like, well, you guys didn't do any chores. And all you did was complain about it. So we stopped That's right. <laughs> yeah, my son, speaking of that, right? Yeah. My son found our pile of sticks, if everyone remembers from Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I don't know, 80 to 150. (laughs) Uh, He found the pile of sticks, and he came up to me in the living room with holding the pile of sticks. He says, Dad, can we start up the stick program again? And I looked right at him and said, what do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is it? What reward are you looking for? I mean, they're so transparent. It's unbelievable. Like, he can't, and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what is it like video games? What do you what do you want? Like he's like yeah, a video game it was. <laughs> yeah, he totally just wanted to like do some chores so he could get video game rewards. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. We do have a new toy. Did I tell you about the new toy we got? I don't think so. I think at a birthday party, uh, it's the trinkets we get are unbelievable <laughs> these days. Everything is just so cheap and throwaway trashy that it, it makes me a little bit sad although they can be fun he had this little toy helicopter and he was actually getting pretty good at flying it oh uh a little tiny rc little, one yeah those things are such junk i can't they are they're junk yeah uh, but he was actually getting pretty good at flying around the house right and his sister whipped it with a blanket when it was in the air and yeah. destroyed the thing yeah and he cried for a while and hates his sister and, and yeah. liked her again so I said, you well, know what? Good. You were actually getting pretty good at flying that thing. So I got him another one, mm-hmm. but I found this drone. It was like 20 bucks, right? And we're doing this finance talk and everything. And I should say, don't waste 20 bucks on crap, but I spent 20 bucks on this drone. <laughs> yeah. And, but it has a cage around it. it, has this rubber cage around it. So you can crash it into all kinds of things and it just bounces all over the place, right? It doesn't, sometimes the propellers fly off and you just put them back on. Otherwise, it's it's not getting destroyed. So they have both been using it, and it's uh, it's been quite entertaining. We played a game of uh, 
of like drone horse last night. Me and the two kids. What, drone horse. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> called drone, not horse. But you know, when you play horse like basketball, you take a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next, you hit it, and the next person has to hit it. So we played a game of drone where essentially you have to you you pick a spot you're gonna land the drone, uh-huh. and if you do it, the next person has to do it. Right? Really, that's interesting. It was pretty funny. So we we did that for a little bit. Of course, my my daughter who's five couldn't, you know, is still practicing flying it and couldn't really land it anywhere. Although she said, so she started going with I'm gonna land it on the floor, right? Which is a little bit easier. So yeah. she would just kind of take off and then land it again. And, uh, you know, a couple times my son messed that up. He would take off and then he would do bounce off something and go full tumbling over. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a crash. So he gets a D. Know your limits. Right. <laughs> Good um, for her. <laughs> right. Yeah. She, uh, she worked the system there. But it's, it's okay. I don't, I don't like having the extra junk and I don't like these sort of fleeting gadgets that they'll play with for a while and then forget about yeah. or it'll just turn into trash. And what do I do with this? Throw it in the trash can? Like, look at all the parts, that are, these little electronics and this remote and it's just amazing technologies that we just take for granted. And it's just basically trash. It, it's it's so ridiculously uh, ephemeral, if that's the right word. Uh, so I don't like that sort of thing, but we, we got it anyway. And so I'm a little bit um, torn. And I did take it outside once and flew it way up in the sky and didn't think it was going to come back down. Really? Was, well, it just I couldn't tell what was happening. No, really and, that you flew it up, not that it wasn't going to come back down. I'm yeah, where gravity I, works. I flew it really, really high up. And it was going out over someone else, you know, over the houses and over the road. And I'm like, you got to fly back this way. But it was it's a tiny little drone. So the wind is blowing it everywhere. And the it, the controls couldn't like overcome the wind, and I couldn't see the lights, so I couldn't tell which way it was facing. Anyway, it was, I got it back. Right? It came back. Good for you. But it was for a second there. I thought I was going to get it stuck in some giant oak tree, and uh, my son would cry some more. Yeah. Wow. I don't know those things. <laughs> those junk because uh, they give you a two channel radio, really, or a four channel, four channel, I guess. But you really need twelve channels to properly fly a helicopter. Oh no, this or, one. Or this one has a full remote. With, uh, it's even got little fine tuny buttons on it. Oh, really? All right. Uh, yep. So it's got a left stick and a right stick. Yeah. And the left stick has up, down, like it's a full circle, you know? Okay. But you go, you do up and down and you can use left and right, but it's not just straight left and right. It's a full circle, like I said, which will rotate it. So it'll spin it on its axis. Okay. And then the right stick has basically... Forward, back, left, right, which which is the pitch and yaw. I don't know how to yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Which makes it, you know, if you push forward, it dips forward and flies ahead. If it pull back, it flies back. So it, it has full control. Oh, all right. Well, like, okay. uh, I don't know if that's 12 axes or I what, but it, it has enough. <coughs> well, no, you, you, you're not going to have 12. You can't get 12 without, like, some. Like, the real helicopters, like, oh, the real helicopters, like the big helicopters, I think you have, like, a. A throttle that you put and lock it in place, like so. One of them isn't throttle, but one of the sticks know. on the one on those hobbyless the hobby ones, the uh, toy ones are a throttle, right? But it it I don't know. Doesn't it's not really that worth getting into because I don't really can't really speak to it well. But you need a lot <laughs> more channels to get all the different things, and there's also a tail rudder speed and a it's nuts. Well, not with a drone. It just has four. Uh... Yeah, they have the counter spinning blades, right? Um, which provides, they might. Which I haven't the, checked to see if they go in opposite directions. I'm pretty they sure do. they all spin the same direction. If there's two levels of blades, they spin in opposite direction, and that prevents- no, there's not two levels. There's just one. What? This is just one of these four bladed drones, which they, you know it's, it's a square. Oh, drone, not a helicopter. Oh, yeah. His oh. helicopter did have two blades, and they oh. spun in opposite directions. Yeah, yeah, that prevents it from just spinning around. And okay, right. gotcha. All right. Now I've caught up with your drones, drone horse. You said drone horse at the beginning. Yeah, so drone now the horse. title of the show. And uh, okay. <laughs> and you wrote it down. And I'm talking and about, it. yeah, all right. Well, listen, I told you I'm not 100%. I have an ailment. Yeah, my wife was upset that it didn't look like a helicopter. It'll be fine. They'll like it just fine. Yeah. It flies, flies around the house. Um, how about the mail? 
Yeah, let's do the mail before we run out of time. So we had a couple of other questions. We had the best question from our friend George last week, but he did have a couple other questions. Uh, remember last week we talked about finance tips from him going down to one income for the household? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. So just don't do it, George. What? <laughs> it's just don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't have the kids. Uh, just- I mean, no. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, all right. How much extra work do you spend doing with your kids beyond schoolwork? Uh, that's a nebulous question. Work? Like, I don't yeah, know what you mean by nebulous. work. Um, I do a lot of extra work, right? A lot of the stuff that we can't, like all that finance stuff we just talked about, it's never covered in school. Um, uh-huh. Scout, a lot of the scout stuff. One of the things I really enjoy about scouts is that we cover a lot of, you know, like real life, real world things, first aid. I really uh, should join scouts. With you kids. should, yeah. I, do you think I can get my daughter into Boy Scouts? I'm not going to get in. We're going to talk about that. That's a whole other <laughs> show at a whole other time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I, I I struggle with that. I really do struggle with it because there's a Girl Scouts program and there's a Boy Scouts program. And yeah. is one better than the other? They're somewhat different. I think they're both supposed to do the same thing. Um, no. One of them sells cookies. The other one does fun stuff. No. We sell popcorn. And the popcorn's a heck of a lot harder to sell than the cookies. The cookies, people are asking for, to buy the cookies before we even can sell the cookies. I probably get a request this week, someone to ask them, when are you selling Girl Scout cookies? But anyways, that's neither here nor there. How much extra work? Well, my kids already started the uh, bridge books. <laughs> already started? Yeah. So when you just were clear, uh, you're talking about the summer bridge. They're actually, they're actually, actually called summer bridge, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, workbooks that are essentially... You know, daily sheets for math and English and whatever exercises, sciencey things for the kids to work on while they're out of school. Why did they already start? At their grade level, because they're set up for three months. So oh, June, crickets. July, and August, right? Because then, and okay. And, uh, you I know, gotta we, go online and make sure I have, I think I have some already ordered. We always, we've always found that the end of the school year comes and, or end of the summer comes and really kind of cram them in. Now, towards the end of the summer, a lot of times, like my son has been like, we haven't covered this yet in school. We haven't covered this yet. So we're like, oh, okay. So, um, you know, they don't, don't line up perfect, obviously, with the school district, but, uh, yeah. It, but yeah. We, we, my wife and I sort of, uh, butt heads over this a little bit because I think it's, it's one page. It's super easy. They can do it at breakfast, whatever. Right. Uh, it really depends on how much camp they have and whatnot. And just get it done. You know, just do it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Whatever. Bang through it. If you don't, Get them all right, or if you can't finish it, no big deal, but try. Uh, so we, we um, you know, sometimes she doesn't, like, I go to work, right? So I go to work, and then I kind of put it on her to get the books yeah. done, and then she doesn't do it. So I get that. Like, uh, I'm grateful that, my, you know, my wife is impetus for all this, so she doesn't doesn't have a problem doing the bridge books, yeah. but, like, there's other things that have come up where she's like, you know, you leave for work, and then you put this on me, and then, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, if they get grounded or something, then right. she has to enforce the punishment or something. Uh, that that does kind of... I understand yeah, that. Yeah, I don't... I never that. enforce those. But if your kid is fighting the bridge books, mm, is it important to make them do it? I don't know. That kind of... To me, I can see where you're like, listen, my kid fights this thing. I don't want to make schoolwork be this thing that he hates. Right. So... Well, you got to make it fun. That's the the problem is on you. you uh, take a step back and be like, all yeah. right, we won't do it for a few days. And then figure out how to reintroduce it as something awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can always put the carrots out there, right? And fill up the sticker chart and you get a sticker for each, day or each page you do. And then we'll go get ice cream. It's a bit transparent, but yeah. <laughs> hey, or, or you know, your kid wants a video game, so... Uh, or a new drone. Uh, you know, you Next put- thing you know, you're giving them 50 bucks for every hand in the report card, right? Hey, listen. <laughs> you know, if your kid gets straight A's all the way through high school and you're starting to get that money back in the, in the form of uh, educational grants. <laughs> oh, it's an investment. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, yeah, you, you know, it's easy. Do that to- in the, do, go over that in the finance talk when you go through That's it. right, yeah. yeah. I'm going to pay you now. Because you're going to return my money tenfold when you're supporting me when I'm... Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Next next bullet item is time to order the bridge books. And we've done that, as I said. I already wrote it down. Um, The next bullet here, have you looked up your schools on greatschools.org? I did. I did a last episode. Now I did it again. Um, Should I? uh, What's... Uh, you're in Maynard. I I know that. I don't know what school. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. Uh, 
uh, yeah. So I don't know what these rankings are against. Are they like a national curve? Are they other schools in the district? Is this schools in the state? Um, well, you're giving me websites to go to. I can't do this while we're here. Talking. I can send you a link. I think to the. No, I, I don't want a link. It's just uh, the answer is uh, no. Go yeah. on next. Question. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Go to greatschools.org. It's kind of interesting, but I think you'd have to kind of consume it yourself. Keeping up with the Joneses, man. I mean, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to take away from this? They're going to say, you're not the best school in the nation. Well, not everyone can go to the best school in the nation. Do some workouts, go to school, help your kids. People are, if your kid is average, you're in good shape. I mean, this is a tough thing, right? No one is going to be, not everyone can have the honor roll kids, right? It just isn't going to happen. Right. I mean, I'd love it if my kids were overachievers but not all stressed out about it so but let's do this exercise right we have okay. six six elementary schools in our district right we've won yep um and what <laughs> i said we have won okay Go right ahead. right 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 so what are you gonna do you but if you and and in my district you get to choose now uh luther conan school has a 10 on the grade school ratings which is the highest score you can get oh. uh gates has also a 10 um Let's go down to Douglas, which is my kid's school. They have a nine. Miriam has Ooh, a nine. That's terrible. I know. Switch. Yeah. McCarthy Town has a seven. Seven. Yeah. I thought they would be the ten. I know. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but here, but but Douglas has. Oh no no no. That's the high school. Douglas has zero reviews. Zero reviews. Uh, Paul Gates School has four reviews, and they have one star. Now, uh, without getting into too much details, and I'm not trying to disparage any anyone of any uh, nationality, but we have a little problem in our town right now because of the school selection that the schools are becoming somewhat segregated. If you're a Chinese school, Chinese, we have a lot of Chinese, we have a big Chinese population. This is public information. You can go look it up anywhere. I'm not trying to say anything (laughs) about- You're not being racist. I'm not being racist, right. We have a lot of Chinese that come to Acton, and I think they come for the education. And we also have a lot of other resources in town. We have the Russian School of Math, which they they go to, a lot of them. I know I'm using a lot of they and them. Mm-hmm. Whatever, get over it, okay? Trump, uh, he makes it okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to bleep all that. Okay, you can bleep everything. You can terrible. block it all out. But the fact of the matter is we have a big Chinese population in town. And if you look at the different schools in town, the Conant School has the highest uh, population of Chinese students. The Gates has the highest population of um, Indian students. We also have a, a growing population of Indian from India Um so that's sort of interesting. And then, uh, so they kind of test differently on the scores and they may get higher, higher percentage points here on the diversity. Uh, so, you know, you're, again, I think you got to take all this with sort of, sort of a grain of salt because I know there are problems within the Conan school and the Gates elementary school. I don't want to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. Aren't that, that are or are not related to the, the ethnic backgrounds. Now I'm not part of either of those schools, so I can't okay, speak. Just so we're clear. <laughs> what? Because you didn't really loop this all the way around with the Chinese and Indian thing. What? I did. They'll, I said they got a higher score on the diversity. They get a higher score for diversity, even yeah. though it's all Chinese, basically. <laughs> well, that's why I think these things are sort of grain of salt, right? And they they tend to do better on the test scores. And I, yes, I said they. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know really what you want. Well, you can't say they. You have to say the Chinese do better on the test scores. It sounds funny. Well. Yeah, and see, yeah, they have they have a higher race ethnicity score than than okay. the Douglas School does, um, and but they they score lower on the economically disadvantaged score on this thing. So, eh, what? I, There's a score for being disadvantaged. All, yeah, yeah, not economically okay. disadvantaged and economically disadvantaged. Okay, all right. So it's a fairly um, anyway. So GradeSchool.org or whatever you were calling GradeSchools.org. Oh, great school. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, don't go there. It's an awful website, <laughs> is my conclusion. I mean, if you're buying a house in the town, maybe it's worth it. Um, but if you were to come and look at this thing from Acton, there is everything from, there's like 20 schools on here. Acton Kinder Care Learning Center, Acton Co-op School. I mean, these are all for pre-K, child care centers. This is crazy. You know? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Where do you go if you're looking at... Uh, if you're looking at, I mean, if you're looking at moving somewhere, you, you can judge the school system just by the house prices, right? If you're getting a bargain, especially in down some, markets, <laughs> yeah, you can because the schools will keep the the prices up because the education <laughs> that's is right. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, that, that's kind of the giveaway. So you're you're gonna you're gonna yeah. pay. 
you're, yeah you're gonna and uh again it's an investment for later when your kids are which this is a whole nother thing where right, you, the rich keep getting more and more benefits right and you have more money you keep getting more uh, do keep cycling yeah. well that's uh that's privilege yeah you know? Yeah. Hey, we don't we don't talk about privilege enough, I don't think, but it's a it's Ugh, a definitely a thing. It's a sour subject for many people. It's not fun to talk about. It's not interesting. Well, <laughs> I mean, even us, right? I'm a very privileged person. I grew oh, up very yeah. privileged, right? Yeah. So did you? I'm sure. And oh no, I didn't. There's people that are better off than I am, but that's yeah, sure. Of course there are, but there are all kinds of things I didn't have to think about, worry about, wonder about. It just that were there. Yeah, did I have to work? Sure. Did I have to yeah. work as hard? No, because I didn't have all these other obstacles in the way. And yeah, the, the obvious example of that is you go to a really wealthy town where they come up with all these zoning bylaws, let's say, where you have to have a six-acre lot, right? Yep. So you get these huge houses, and they have one kid that has four nannies, and they're paying $45,000 a year in real estate taxes Yeah. for one kid. So... You get these school systems that have uh, yeah, money system. falling out of there everywhere. Can hire better teachers. They can pay for everything. Yeah. Their budget is insane. I mean, I've seen these schools. It's bonkers. Uh, and then you get a less well-off town that has apartments and uh, small homes yeah. and five kids in each family kind of thing. Yeah. And so their tax base is really low compared to all the kids they have to put in the system. So how do they divide that up? Well, you get less. So what's fair? What's equitable? Yeah. Right? You take state taxes yeah. and you divvy it up another yeah. way. Is that? Is that? I guess it's comparing being equitable to being fair is one thing. To say you're being equitable, right? Then you got to kind of redistribute a little bit. Is it fair that you're taking money from the rich people in order to help the, the less rich people uh, have a better education? That's a that's a debatable question. Yeah, you're really trying to push these buttons tonight, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts. With you? Fair and oh. equitable. No, I mean, these are subjects, but and they're worthwhile subjects to discuss, but... I just think the Boy Scouts do more fun stuff. <laughs> well, that's... I... <laughs> do the Girl Scouts go shooting guns? No. Not that I, I know of. they do. <laughs> yeah. Not that I love shooting guns, yeah. but they don't think twice about... But at uh, least, I mean, the Girl Scouts aren't spending their whole time cooking. That is true. Yeah, so they are doing Do they go on hikes? They go camping, Yes, right? they do camping. They do hiking. More yeah. of that. Yeah. I think yeah. when I was a kid, they didn't do that as much. You know what's funny, though? The, the the requirements for an adult to volunteer at the Girl Scouts is way harder for than it is for the requirements for the adult. Like, if my wife wants to take my son to some Boy Scout thing because mm-hmm. I'm busy or whatever, you know, if we have some conflict, she could do it. I could not take my daughter to some Girl Scout thing. It's like, what? Really? Why? Just because I, well, I haven't been Corey checked and I haven't been, um, just, yeah, I don't know. But I couldn't even be like with other parents, right? So, hmm. well, I mean, the Corey check thing is pretty much the bar for everything. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. We should finish this mail. There was one more comment. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. How do you, as you're both in tech, how do you find time for keeping your skills current, keeping the saw sharp? Yeah, that whole question. Uh, Mm The answer is we don't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, we're both kind of managers at this point, different departments. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I think I do this, a lot this, less management than you do. Yeah, I do a lot of management. Yeah. But to be honest, the parenting thing is actually part of honing your skills. This might sound totally ridiculous, but. Yeah. Dealing with people, listening, understanding other points of view. Yeah. Uh is parenting in relationships and whatnot, and that carries <laughs> over to work, and that is a skill. It's a soft skill, call it right. Sure. So so am I honing my uh programming and, and coding skills in that way? No, not really. But can I um sit with people and talk with them and and help them work through a problem that they're having and even though they're far more skilled than i am at it yeah it actually happens quite a bit which is strange uh so it shifts yeah uh am i going to conferences all the time and learning about these hot new trends no honestly no but don't yeah to that point i think the company that we're at i mean there's a lot of on the job stuff that happens our company i think we're we're 
we work for a good company with a lot of very smart people that that do do this. And I know the architecture team is do do yeah, <coughs> giddy up, <laughs> do do. Uh, they they um you know they keep up abreast of new technologies and making sure the product and making sure that we're doing the right thing and using the right technologies. And they're always, they're kind of pushing that stuff on us. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And you know, because of the, the tech that we work in, we get good people. So those good people keep their skills sharp. So they do new stuff. Like I remember when Java eight came out and I would bump into new stuff, new, uh, some of the stuff that came with it, you know, uh, in the code base. And I was like, okay, I, I got to learn this now. So I'll, I'll go off and read some articles or I read, I know I read the <laughs> release notes for Java eight, which was the first time I had ever done that. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, there was, well, so- I, one thing that really bothers me a lot is the, uh, those youngsters, right? The, the real, yeah, the, the youngsters worst. out there. I mean, they, they, they love to adopt these fancy new technologies for the sake of the technology. And that's oh, completely yeah. the wrong attitude. You know, go learn about it. Great. See what. But you got to understand why someone's creating this thing, what it's for, yeah. and whether or not it applies to you. I focus much more on like what is the actual problem we're trying to solve and what's the best way to solve it that works both in the short term and the long term. Right. And that doesn't always mean let's throw everything away and start with some fancy – I mean there's so – Many goofy little named projects now, and I make fun of them. Oh, yeah, that's all this cloud stuff. <laughs> it's like, okay, great, we can use this cloud if we want to pay someone else more money than we spend on our own equipment. That's fine if that's the route you want to go. Yeah. Uh, does it work for other companies that are fresh and uh, you know don't have all this ex- existing infrastructure? Maybe. Um, you should certainly investigate it, but don't base your decisions on this looks cool. If you find yourself doing that, you're, you're doing yeah. the wrong thing. Like yeah. You're just fascinated by the technology and not how it's solving your problem. Then you're not, you're not doing the right thing. No, I will agree with you there. And Rufus, we'll get to you next week. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.